0: Welcome back to Live Mike. I am really sick and tired of these 90 degree days. I I, I know it's summertime and I know we live in a desert and I know that historically this is the time of year when it gets real hot. Well, I'd like, I'd like finally, I haven't been able to pull this off quite yet, I would like to take little baby Piper out for some jogs in the jogging stroller. That's what I like to do after the program. I like to go jogging. Uh, I like to get my heart rate up, get the blood pumping. Uh, It's a good way to clear my mind. Uh, And I'm also on Piper duty in the afternoons. And so if I could just get her outside in the stroller, uh, we got got the jogging stroller. We put a bunch of money into a nice, uh, it has suspension. It uh, doesn't have brakes though. We we didn't splurge for that, so I I'm in control of the pace. Uh, anyway, 90 plus for the next few days. Heads up, stay safe, stay hydrated, stay in the shade. All right, Vladimir Putin, you've heard of him, yeah? He turns out uh, he's a big he's a big scientist now, and he has today made the claim that Russia, specifically Russian scientists, have achieved a breakthrough in this global vaccine race, announcing that Russia is now the first nation on the planet to approve an experimental COVID-19 vaccine. And and this is where, the, this, is where this story uh, confuses me, and, and I really need to get the details on here. And in fact, if I could have a conversation with Putin's daughter, I would now ask her. Putin claims that he has, in fact, administered a dose of this new vaccine on his own daughter and that she's shown improvement. All right. Before I get too carried away, let's hear uh, from a good smart person uh, an explanation of exactly what is happening in Russia. Here's ABC News correspondent Patrick Reveal with more. President Vladimir Putin declared Russia has approved the world's first COVID-19 vaccine, but there are worries that it hasn't been properly tested. Scientists in Russia and the U.S. are concerned that Russia's trials are small and that it's essentially declaring victory without completing testing to show it's safe but Russia says it hopes to begin vaccinating health workers by the start of September and voluntary mass vaccination by October. Patrick Revel, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. You heard Patrick there make reference to the desire on the part of Russia to administer uh, these vaccines by by the end of the summer, early fall. Yeah, well, officials in this uh, announcement here this morning, they have pledged to administer millions of doses this summer and in the fall. Tens of thousands to teachers and frontline healthcare workers in the coming weeks before even finishing these clinical trials. Now, for, for context and an understanding of exactly why uh, this is catching us all off guard and why all of the news coverage on this, if, if, you, if you right now go onto Google and you uh, type in Russia vaccine or Putin vaccine, every single headline that comes back makes reference to the hasty announcement. And if not that, it makes reference to the fact that phase three has yet to uh, transpire. Phase three in the testing. You know how you and I have, of course, become armchair epidemiologists and virologists. We know about we know about how vaccines are developed. Of course, yeah. There's there's phase one, right, where there's some experimentation, maybe with uh, lab animals. Phase two, uh, a very small and isolated group of uh, humans. Then phase three. Phase three. That's the large-scale stuff. It's in phase three where a handful of American companies find themselves uh, right now, namely the Moderna company. 30,000 is the number you hear thrown around. Uh, That seems to be a a sample size that gives uh, sufficient information uh, uh, regarding the efficacy and the stability and the safety of these potential vaccines. Well, in Russia... In Russia, phase three, they, they they may not have, what's Russian for phase three? Yeah, I don't, they, they may not have that in the, uh, in the Russian language. Phase three, uh, yeah, not so interested in that. Phase two uh, went pretty well, and so the announcement now is that Russia has themselves an announcement. So, listen, I am very eager for a return to normalcy, just like everyone else. And so when I hear news like this, I think, oh my gosh, great, this is awesome. Maybe we can get our hands on this would be wonderful. But I then have to remind myself that you can't do the right thing the wrong way. You can't do the right thing the wrong way. You can't administer a vaccine uh, and get all excited about it uh, when that vaccine itself is uh, is not properly tested and carries with it the potential for danger. All right. Now, what are the dangers? What are the dangers? I think there are some scientific dangers. Of course, we just mentioned that testing is a way to iron out any of the problems that may exist, any of the uh, unintended consequences or, the, <clears throat> or uh, any of the symptoms that may arise as a result of the vaccine themselves. Those may be damaging. You've got to iron those out right before you make it uh, available broadly. And that's on the scientific side. Those are the scientific dangers. Now, what about on the geopolitical side? Is it, possible, is it possible that the announcement today may prompt other world leaders to hastily accelerate the progress of their own vaccines? Could that, say, happen here in the United States? Could President Trump see this and think, uh-oh, oh no, no. It's time to hit the gas. Moderna, 30,000? Don't need them. You got 1,000 done? Okay, good enough. Start attributing. I'm not sure what authorities or powers uh, the president possesses uh, to to do something like that uh, within this Warp Speed program, but I do imagine that he feels a certain level of pressure right now. And it's not just President Trump. We have a, a history of these types of competitions uh, with Russia, in fact, the this virus, or I'm sorry, this vaccine, as announced by uh, Vladimir Putin just this morning, they're calling it Sputnik V. Sputnik V. Yeah, it's a Cold War thing. It's a reference to that first orbital satellite which the Soviet Union launched in 1957 and set us off on the global space race. is this some sort of geopolitical ploy who's the audience for this announcement is it the rest of the world well if you look at the way the rest of the world is reacting to it everyone seems to think that russia is a little too hasty here that to disregard and set aside the necessity of phase three testing is a danger not only to science uh, but to the people of russia and well beyond So who is the audience? Is it the people of Russia themselves? Is it to to bolster some sort of uh, national pride? We are first to cross the finish line. Or, or is the audience other world leaders? Attempting to uh, get us to move faster than our legs can carry us and stumble and fall maybe. Because as we are weakened, so Russia is strengthened. Hopefully there's someone whispering in President Trump's ear today saying, hey, you know, uh, this is a dangerous thing. Don't be lured into this trap. Please trust us. Warp Speed, this program you have in place, it's moving along just fine. We're holding steady. Moderna and the other companies, they have time to go through the proper phase three. So President Trump, please, please hold the line. Don't be tempted to take a step forward when that's inappropriate and dangerous. And I, I fear that may be Russia's play here, specifically Putin. He's a smart man. And if you had any doubts, he's called the stinking thing Sputnik V. <laughs> All right? That is nothing but that is nothing but a competitive challenge. I'd also point out in closing here that as the announcement was made, there was no mention of sharing the vaccine or a recipe or anything that could be used by other nations for experimentation or testing. How do the medical ethicists respond to that? What are the other dangers that remain unseen? We'll continue to follow this. I wish the best for the people of Russia. Uh, I hope that this vaccine doesn't cause them damage. I hope it doesn't harm them. And I hope that we're not fooled into making mistakes now that they've laid down this challenge. Quick break, and we're going to look at political polarization next.